Hello and welcome to the Sotoxapod, a podcast where we have no responsibility and usually drink alcohol. Cheers. Cheers to that. that. Uh, a happy last week of March and finally I'm able to say it's fucking summer, baby. We're in summertime now. As good as, considering it's 8.30 right now and it's still light outside. Um, it is truly yeah. beautiful. After a month of darkness and having to be back inside when it uh, went dark, at least in the Netherlands, it is very nice to be able to be inside and there's a bit of light. It, it makes you feel less depressed. It, it is slightly less depressing. Yeah, 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 I think so too. Yeah, also makes you realize how the year of 2021 has already begun to progress and we're three months in and uh, COVID's still a thing and vaccinations are, are out there, but you know, could be going quicker. Yeah, there's issues, um, but we're already a quarter way through the year. Hey. That's crazy. Yeah. Speaking of issues, Nikita Mazaspin spinning out the first lap of the Bahrain 2021 Grand Prix. We're going to have to dumb that down and explain the joke just for the sakes of, uh, I, I wonder how many people uh, watched the Formula One race today. Uh, but uh, one of the drivers that gave his debut was, what's his first name? Nikola? Nikita. Nikita. Mazapin? Nikita Mazapin. Mazapin. Well, now yeah. known as Nikita Mazapin. Yeah. Um, yeah, new driver, debut race, uh, spins out in turn four, I believe it was, or very early, very, very early, turn maybe three. even turn, turn one or so. Turn three. Yeah, very quite early into the race, uh, leading the race to need a safety car restart, which is obviously not the way you want things to go, you know? First time you're trying something and, uh, hmm. However, the, the race was a lot more eventful than just that uh, oh, spin-off, yeah. um, which was, <laughs> it was just essentially the Haas team being the Haas team. Uh, they had issues with their other car. Um, Schumacher's son, Mick Schumacher, started his first F1 race today. And uh, well, he finished. finished it. He finished, so <laughs> props to him. Uh, I, I don't know if he ended up being last. He ended up being last. Okay, well then it can only go up from here, assuming he finishes races. So, uh, well, mind you, he's yeah. he he's last of the people who finished the race, right? So yeah. technically, I think it's P eighteen he got then, right? Because 18. Mazepin and uh, Alonso. No, I think seventeen, maybe even. Maybe it was a bit weird when I was looking up the final results just now before recording this. Um, I was seeing that some websites reported uh, Latifi and Gasly as not having finished the race, which uh, I'm uncertain what it means. It might mean that um, they chose to finish the race before the required number of laps had been done, um, which might indicate, uh, you know, which might, some people might uh, take as a non-completion of the race. Exactly. Exactly. But I see right now we have the results in front of us and there was four cars that didn't finish. Uh, one of the others that didn't finish uh, that had a very promising season last season was Pierre Gasly. Uh, he messed up his whole wing in the, I think, also in the first lap. Yeah. This was a couple turns later and um, that obviously slowed him down. By it was running into Carlos Sainz that he messed that up, right? I, I wasn't there for that yet, but... I think so. Yeah, I think so. But um, they, I mean, he, he still raced for quite a while after that. That didn't take him out immediately. Yeah. Um, the last two people that did finish were the German drivers, which uh, I guess my German drivers are still completing races. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's really working out for Vettel yeah. as well. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a damn shame, you know, changing to a new team, uh, Aston Martin, you know, a big name in, in any sport, big car name. 
and uh, then yeah ending up on 15th uh, due to some unlucky coincidence in the qualifying starting the race quite late being put on a one stop which was in my opinion a good call right you might as well see how it goes but uh, yeah it didn't go too well uh hopefully hopefully it ends up going better for everyone involved in the next race um interestingly um in my opinion george russell in the williams the um poor beating stick of last year did not finish last of those who finished which is a good sign for a team such as williams who are really struggling he is supposedly a, a promising yeah driver, he's, a, he's a prodigy yeah so so hopefully his um his uh maturity will definitely in, increase i guess and i, I mean he's, he's been you know uh, lump, limping around the back of the grid with uh Williams for the past few seasons until he got that one race in the Mercedes last year, also in Bahrain uh, on the short track, though I believe. What's really cool to see is the um, when we look at the top of the field, the top eight um, places were covered by four teams that are considered the top, while Mercedes and Red Bull are kind of a tier above. But the but McLaren and Ferrari really are battling it out, and then they're supposedly last season Renault and uh, then Racing Point now Aston Martin were supposedly competing with uh, McLaren for that fourth best team spot. Uh, it, from today on, it seemed like McLaren definitely owned it. That. And yeah, McLaren. So throughout the whole weekend. McLaren really did have a good race today. Um, yeah, what, what I think is interesting is how much of a jump Ferrari have made compared to last season when they were arguably nowhere. Uh, they were really in the mix today. They were still very clearly um, separate than uh, separate from Red Bull and Mercedes, kind of the big two teams, but they were getting there. They were getting there, and uh, you know, definitely a third, third spot contender. Yeah, from from the looks of today. Although I, I must say, kind of the everything behind third place, while well, Sergio Perez, who was driving from from the very back of the grid, and still got fifth. Uh, everything else is very, uh, very, very contended. Um, well, there were definitely favorites in there, so uh, for, um, McLaren and Ferrari. I think there were points where with pretty much every every other team, there was some sort of close encounter. Absolutely, absolutely. And speaking of Sergio Perez, he started from the back. He didn't just start from the back, he started from the pit, Yeah. which uh, that was due to in the first warm-up lap where it's just there to get your tires warm before you then eventually start the race. Um, his engine or everything went out. They had a complete power failure and the Red Bull team had actually planned on it happening or they had, they, they knew about it, which is why they were completely relaxed. And then he started from the pit at the same time. And I, I had never seen that and uh, it made it even more fascinating yeah. in terms of the cars coming together. It's definitely been a while since that happened. Um, but speaking of, of calm, uh, Yuki Tsunoda, uh, rookie also first race ever, finishes in the points. You know that's got to hurt for a for a George Russell who was uh, never finished in the points, except for that one time he was in a different car. But still, uh, still a race there, uh, and yeah, kids considered prodigy prodigy for a reason. I mean, they all are. Also, how nice is it to see uh, Japan represented in in Formula One again? Finally, right? Again. Obviously, with Honda, the engine side was there, but it's been uh, since Kobayashi, I believe, since we've had a Japanese driver. Um, yeah, so it's, it's just really nice to see a, a sport as international as this kind of becoming a tiny bit more international. Absolutely. Absolutely. Overall, a really good start to the season. Um, yeah. For me personally, I was looking forward to this even more because uh, I, what, last week or two weeks ago, the se season three for uh, Drive to Survive, which essentially is a documentary that follows 
um, F1 around each track the whole season and then puts together basically episode by episode look a weekly look at what's happening and uh, the behind the scenes kind of political games that they get wind of. Um, it's very dramatic, but it really amped my excitement for yeah. uh, the season, especially the um, third to sixth place teams yeah. that are battling for the constructors title. And it, it's it was a great point to kick in, obviously great marketing there, but um, I, I advise anybody to check it out. It's uh, it's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting, right? Because there was, uh, you know, on like Reddit and like uh, subreddits on forums, these sort of things. There was a lot of hate being brought towards it. Um, because they were being incredibly dramatic and they had, uh, they represented a couple of things, you know, by using uh, team radio inserts that if you go back to the race, you see they were actually obtained at different time points, you know, for the drama of it. Then again, it's not a show primarily made for people who've been following the sport for so long. It's, it's there to get people who are, you know, semi-interested or want to get into it. Um, it's, it's there for those people, you know, for people to kind of hook them on Formula One and for them to then become, you know, a well, bigger fan. And it's expanding the brand on their side as well, right? Because you, you have a whole new target or a whole new audience that you can play to through Netflix. Like how many people go through Netflix and go, oh yeah, I'll check this out. Yeah. That you usually wouldn't like explicitly actively try to go, but if it's so easy on Netflix to access, it's a way to really like, like really grow the brand. Yeah. And it, it was uh, hugely successful. I remember the first season coming out, the top trending and all these sort of things. So definitely get a lot of people interested in the sport after 2018, I think the first season came out or for the season of 2018. Yeah. And then 2019 had a lot of new fans. That was nice. Agreed. It's always good to see a kind of the thing you like grow. It's very in, in inspiring in terms of racing. Uh, I have to say, um, seeing, seeing drive, Drive to survive that that and then following F one. I'm really inspired to race myself, um, not against myself, but like I'd love to race you soon. Yeah, we should go go karting again once it's possible. I remember we had fun. With, that was fun a, like we had we had some really close battles mm -hmm. for several laps. Um, I guess we could try the virtual or alternative to uh, what we know as yeah. uh, karting or Formula One. I mean, you, do you mean like iRacing, these sort of things, like uh, with like a steering wheel? Or? No, I mean Mario Kart. Oh! You did not go get one. See, that's interesting because uh, I was under the impression that Mario Kart is um, a class above the kind of racing we're talking about here, right? Because there are so many more factors to consider. Mario Kart is more difficult than Formula One. Absolutely. Yeah. Formula One, no one throws a banana on your path. Yeah, I mean, in Formula One, you get max twenty million dollars a year. Mario Kart, Mario Kart dude, pays well. That's dude, why you, Nintendo games are so expensive. You gotta invest, man. Absolutely. Yeah, you gotta spend that time. You know, get good. Get good. Get good. Um, speaking of which, there's a game that we've always heralded on uh, this podcast and uh, praised beyond belief. And I believe we're not even fifteen minutes into our episode. But uh, we thought it might be fun to conduct some um, drink and drive races and put the recording on pause to give you uh, an insight into how effective this game is into having fun as well as uh, planning your drinking night. Oh, you, I thought you might want to. I thought we were cutting it. Toby is not gesturing that we cut it. <laughs> well, I thought we were. Okay. And it's obviously too late now. Yeah, it'll be fun. It's a nice little interactive moment. Uh, so if you want to go out and grab a drink, now's the time. We're going to have a little drink and we're going to be back after a little more drink. See you exactly now because you won't notice that it's cut. 
Wow, honestly, I am, I am flabbergasted. I am, I have been tricked. I've been lied to, and quite frankly, I've been bamboozled. That is incredible. Last lap, I was in first, right? I fought the entire fucking race. Yeah, I finished my beer first. Yeah, on the last lap, the lap before, I was hit by a pal um, while having mushrooms. I leave a mushroom on the uh, start finish straight. I come out of the last corner perfect, yeah? And I get hit by a green shell in the last corner in first that bumps me, the, the impact of it bumps me over the mushroom I had left. I am, I am angry and I got seventh because of it. And I nearly got beat by Scott who was last all fucking race until he got two rockets in her. In her because I only got fucking bullshit the whole match. Yeah. And I fought my way back, it was all good. But then I kept getting hit in the most inconvenient fucking moments. I can't believe it. The, I, I'm, I'm angry. Do you want to have another race? I'm, I'm disappointed. Do you, want to do you know, race? this is what the, we should elect politicians that stop these things from happening. Ooh. Man. I'm sorry. That's fine. Maybe. Yeah. I think it's we, should, uh, we should maybe do another match in a sec. Yeah, we can. We can. Yeah, yeah. We might need to uh, avenge ourselves to Nintendo. That sucked. That was terrible. I mean, it was, it was incredibly fun, right? I, I love the emotion. I love the thrill of the competition. But uh, yeah. I, I also wanted to mention that we played Don't Drink and Drive because it's irresponsible to drive drunk and to drink and drive at the same time. So uh, this game of Mario Kart, essentially, you have to put down your controller and finish your beer before the end of the race. Uh, when you drink, you can't be driving. Um, that means, essentially, strategically, we put our control it down at the beginning, chug our beer, and then drive for three laps. You can, there's alternative strategies such as, you know, every time you get hit, you put the controller down, you take a couple of steps. <laughs> it depends on how you want to lose your time, right? Do you want to start out last and get the good uh, items? Or do you want to uh, have a tiny uh, little disadvantage throughout the race? And then end up hiccuping the whole time after. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me for during a recording of a podcast hiccuping after downing a beer playing Mario Kart on your projector. I'm truly sorry. That's okay. Thanks for throowing the projector in there. It had no necessity. That's it. Well, I, I figure it's something you're proud of. Um, well, no, it's cool. It's the first time we just played that uh, game at my uh, place, so that was yeah. a nice uh, environment. With the, the cool. we connected to a little screen. Thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Which honestly so it worked out surprisingly well. Yeah, it was nice. The, the most annoying thing was that the fucking controllers <laughs> blurt out little noises every time something happens on screen. Oh, I didn't even notice. Was that just yours? I don't know. Mine, mine just kept making like Yoshi noises <laughs> and Luigi noises. Oh man, good fun. Yeah, if anybody hasn't heard of Mario Kart, uh, check it out. If you haven't heard of Mario Kart, I'm sorry, but what rock have you been living under? Come on. If you haven't, if you haven't checked, if you truly haven't haven't seen it before, then uh, check it out. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, very easy to play, and it's a good, really good thing for you know a quick, you know, a comfortable little party with some people you like. Just a way of hanging out. Absolutely. So um, let's get back to COVID because we've been ignoring the topic for way too long. I mean, we talk about it every week. Exactly. Um, it's been a whole week. Nothing has changed. We are now, I think, at like. 10% of the population that has gotten at least one jab, which is um, somehow a nice German milestone because it means that it's actually a significant. Yeah, it's better than nothing. Yeah, uh, so that's kind of cool. It is. Um, it is very nice. I mean, there, there have obviously been a, you know, a few things surrounding it, but in general, it is very nice to see that 
um, it is moving on and progressing in such a way that will hopefully enable yeah, a return to non to less strict uh, lockdown times soon. Then again, Easter is going to be you know Easter is going to be a big weekend, uh, so hopefully things go all right then. Oh, but that was such a funny thing the German government did for people listening internationally. Uh, what a week ago or so, the German government brought out new guidelines, and um, essentially they then said that next. So in Germany, because it's still very Christian, uh, the Friday, Good Friday, I think it's called in English, and Easter Monday are both uh, national holidays, and they basically temporarily for this year initiated a Thursday holiday for everyone, uh, and then also the Tuesday. Or no, no. Monday was already off, but essentially to make it like a four or five day mini lockdown uh, to get the numbers down because they're not going down. They're kind of increasing. I think Germany had 20,000 cases yesterday. Um, anyway, like two days later or a day later, they came back and completely took it back because people like were like going crazy yeah. about, oh my God, that's unbelievable uh, for, I don't know what we're the reason We're going to lose so much money. I, I don't know where it came from. Probably not from the private people that have normal everyday jobs. No, I'm pretty jobs. sure it was a, uh, an, an industrial kind of uh, pushback that came. I was reading something about uh, there being like calculations about how much money was going to be lost, and it was quite quite a large sum. So uh, the German government probably decided that nope, we prefer that money. Makes sense. They need they need it. They've been. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. We'll yeah. see what happens. I mean, so, you got a vaccination appointment, correct? Well, I got a first sort of uh, stipulation of when they're planning on doing it, um, which was, I believe, the 15th of May, which was just like sort of being thrown out there. I don't think it'll be then, but we will see. Mm. Um, yeah. It should be nice. Uh, I look forward to having those sweet, sweet, delicious antibodies, you know? You know, finally having them in my bloodstream, you know, like, mm. Mm, mm, mm. Yum, yum, yum. Feeling that safety. Yeah. I'm sure it tastes my, my liquid gold blood then. Full of strong, resilient antibodies. Oh, man. Oh, man. I will get us another beer, yeah? All right. Are we doing a second round? Oh, that sounds good. Well, I, I assume that's what you're getting a beer for because I still have a non-country drive beer. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, we were talking about it just, just before. But I figured you'd finished it by then. How, how am I going to... How am I going to finish? I mean, it's a dumb question. I could have just chugged it, but I didn't want to. Um, we'll be right back and keep you posted about the progress of the Mario Kart Championship. Well, I fucking hate downing from Astra bottles. Well, it's a win for me, so... Uh, hmm. oh, terrible. That's a first and a twelfth. Uh, dear listener, you may choose for yourself who was the first and who was the twelfth place. I just want to throw that out there that I won. Good job. I won. In case you hadn't noticed, I, I, I won that race. Good job. Which was really not clear because I was fifth in the last corner and then I just drifted my way through and, you know. Congratulations. Yeah. Mind you, Donnie from Astro Bottles is, is pretty disgusting because they have the kind of like trickster uh, shaped funnel. That, they're stubbies, right? The, the German listeners will know what we're talking about. The, the most terrible thing though is that we're sitting next to each other and the way that you down your beer and me having you in the corner of your eye both races so far i've started laughing because yeah. i can't fucking you, focus you have spat on my leg <laughs> yeah because it's so fucking hilarious uh you know i shake my i twirl my beer before downing it uh, to create a little vortex which makes it flow faster 
It's a little, uh, that's a little trick for you. Well, then the way you move your head, you like shake it back like you're a seal that's getting like no. out of the water. To you got to get in the fish. mindset of downing a, a <laughs> shot of whiskey, right? But it's not a shot. It's, like it's, it's a full beer. I don't know, man. You got some, you got some Mediterranean. Hey, man, I, I just know what I'm doing. Fish vibes. I just know what I'm doing. Bloop, bloop, motherfucker. <laughs> this fish ain't swimming in water. Oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man. Cool. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Cool. What else is new? Oh, I mean, you ask me. <laughs> um, what else is I new? Asking uh, I was watching a show the other day, which uh, we've already begun talking about, but let's talk about it again. Uh, it's called Invincible on uh, Prime. And uh, I was talking to my friend Daniel before coming here, who was telling me he'd read the comics and uh, how the show is, is really... Uh, it's written by, uh, what's his name, Eric Kirkman, something like that, the guy who wrote um, the guy who wrote The Walking Dead. And it's, it's really interesting, right? The first episode plays into like superhero tropes, um, you know, the kid of Superman slowly developing powers and these sort of things. Um, it's incredible. It's very cool. It's animated. Um, got some fun voice actors in there. Uh, the voice actor, uh, Adrian Pimento, uh, the, the actor. Is in there, uh, it's very fun, and it's got some very, very impressive scenes. Um, usually towards the end of the episode, um, there is some sort of thing which they pull off, which is uh, yeah, very, very impressive, both storytelling wise, um, and just uh, from the animation mm. and from the kind of show. So it's a lot of fun, I'd recommend it. Sounds good. It is going to be the first three episodes are out, and it, now it's going to be a weekly release for some time. And it does seem like a lot of fun if you're into superheroes and sort of jazz. I mean, most people are. For me, when you said the Invincibles, I immediately thought of the Incredibles. Yeah, it's it's not the Invincibles, right? It's just Invincible, which is the name of of the superhero we're following. Ah, yeah, sounds really good. On Prime, you said. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Everybody, go check it out. Um, in terms of other series, we've recommended Drive to Survive today. Um, another one, which is great. I recommend the little life hack to improve your luxuries, um, of getting a VPN, uh, essentially to being able to transport your Netflix to whatever country that has the best movies out right now, because as of, I think today or yesterday, Brooklyn Nine-Nine season seven, which is not, I don't know, it's, it's, it's one or two further than they have on the German mm -hmm. and Dutch Netflix. But you can check in and uh, watch that, um, that, that that series. I started that season. There we go. I the fucking season. I couldn't think of it. Anyway, I thought, I thought you were recommending our viewers uh, the, to watch the nine, season seven of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nine nine year old show. Hey guys, have you heard of this new show, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Oh, it's, yeah, quite, it's, it's really, it's really fun. Thing. It's trending. You it's know? essentially this thing about this these guys who have a mostly office job but sometimes take day trips it's like the office but like police right oh they're policemen yeah they're, they're police people oh really i didn't i didn't ah oh. yep yep that's why they wow. have uniforms and guns oh see but i thought that's what americans just go to work as well americans who are police officers yeah <laughs> oh man yeah check out brooklyn Island if you don't know it yet what a good recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> so what's new with you then? What's new with me? You get to ask me, so I get to ask you. Yeah. Being put on the spot is a lot of fun. Well, um, I've been at home for the last few weeks. Uh, 
and over that time it was my birthday last weekend so i got a few records so i'm very much looking forward to finally being able to play them uh i already started a couple of them uh today but yeah i'm psyched to be back with my records yeah. so that's essentially what i'm going to do tomorrow oh and uh and yeah you seem to have a light bulb moment yeah uh Speaking of tomorrow, you said uh, when you invited me over that you were going to be making breakfast specifically. You were going to be making a Scott omelette, a and I'd, I'd quite be I'd be quite interested in hearing what that means. Okay, so you know how most omelets are folded. Uh huh. Mine are not. You're making a an egg pancake. <laughs> Essentially, but it's more like a pizza pancake made of egg. Huh. Yeah. That's it? It sounds disgusting, I know. No, it doesn't sound disgusting. It's amazing. <laughs> no, the, the love... Hearing Scott that I was sort of expecting... The love and um, um, amount of effort and prep that goes into this process is uh, is unmatched. Virtually zero. Um, virtually... It infinity. is less effort than if you would just make a normal... Uh, <laughs> no, omelet. it's a lot more effort. No, because, because you, you don't have to fold it. You don't have to flip an omelette. You don't have to flip a scotland yeah you do nah, you no know, you, you just, do that's you just part cook of it on game. low heat no 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 no. that's the point you do it on low heat on both sides to create this double fusion of amazingness a, du a double into fusion you, into your mouth a, a double fusion a double fusion. A, a, a double fusion of egg a double fusion it's like you have some egg and then you it's put some meat to it and you fusions that comes in from it's, both oh, sides it's three fusions now yeah it's a trifecta bro <laughs> damn dude so how many eggs are in a, in a scotland it depends on your hunger and the pan size we have around <laughs> okay so how many eggs would you put in a in your scotland usually it's uh depending on also the amount of ingredients you have um because depending on if you just want some simple onions or maybe some like pieces of ham or actual like slices of of pie of uh, pie damn of ham uh, <laughs> <laughs> an omelet with some pie in it. <laughs> sounds lovely dude i do like myself some pie crust in my omelet just raw pie crust. Dude, I can make it happen. No, the point is, uh, you can put any kind of um, things in there, but it's usually two to three. So if you have a lot more extras, like, I mean, mushrooms as well, or pineapple is really good. Um, usually, I always put cheese in. Uh, yeah, Hawaii. Hawaii. It works. The shitstorm that is going to come from suggesting a pineapple omelet is going to be incredible. The French are going to war. <laughs> What, because they invented eggs? Omelette du fromage. They invented the omelette. Well, great. I yes. put a pineapple on top. Damn. You've, you've pissed off the Italians and the French. Well, come at me, bro. <laughs> like, honestly, come on. It would be the most discussion we get online Mac. if we started that kind of That, is, that is true. You'll, you'll see. You'll like it, man. The, the main ingredient is love. And yeah. the right spices. And, and eggs. And eggs. Yeah, predominantly eggs. and Maybe a bit of salt. So when do you put the ingredients and in? do you, do you put them in after the first flip or before the first flip? I put them in, depending on the ingredient, I put uh, them in beforehand because I fry them beforehand. Yeah. yeah. And then I add the eggs on top. Okay. Um, and then like cheese, I wait for the first, no, uh, I put the egg in and then cheese comes after mm -hmm. and then so it kind of still mixes and then you can flip it on and that works, but you keep it less on that other second flip. Mm -hmm. um, 
what I have also done is I've made smaller omelets and then I've made like a sandwich between them because mm -hmm. then you can put another layer of something. Oh, almost like you folded it. No, but you make two separate ones and then you can create a dope little like runny cheese bit that comes out. But you could just, uh, hear me out, you make no, an no, omelet. You could. You make a scone, right? And you put cheese only on no, one no, side no. and then you fold the other side no, onto it. See, that's not the purpose or the point. Or like whatever, like if you do that, man, you might as well. I just want to say how incredibly serious Scott is looking right now. Yeah, yeah. Don't insult my omelets. You haven't tried them. I, I haven't made any insult. I've just been asking the questions that people want to hear. Tell me about your favorite or your notorious dish. What's your um? Well, I'll I'll tell you about something else. I made a uh, jammed onions the other day, and that was very nice. And it's so easy to make, right? All you need is a bunch of onions. You cut them up into roughly similarly sized shapes. And you put them in a, in a pan with uh, either some with some oil, some water, a uh, pinch of salt, all the spices you want, and you just cook them for a really long time. And they will caramelize, they will go, uh, go dark, and they will kind of uh, break down and turn into this like semi-firm kind of jam structure. And it's really nice. It's nice on burgers. I had it on the burger I had earlier. They had caramelized onions like that on. Uh, can really, really recommend it. Incredibly easy to make. You just throw in essentially any quantity of onion with any semi-relatable quantity of fat, then you occasionally add some water and you just cook it down for a long time, uh, add some salt, add some sugar, add whatever spices you want. I went, went with a uh, homemade or a home-infused uh, sage vinegar, uh, some Tabasco. Um, what else did I throw in there? I can't remember now. Oh, uh, some uh, raspberry vinegar. And uh, yeah, you just cook it down. Soy sauce would probably be really nice in it. You want to add things that aren't too sweet by themselves because the onions are going to turn uh, very sweet by themselves. Go super well with avocado, uh, any nice kind of like smelly or a strong tasting cheese. It sounds great. Burgers, meats. However, you are talking about a complimentary thing. Mine is the main dish, making it oh, you, that oh, you, much higher. Oh, you, you think a scotlet is the main thing? Yes. Okay, uh, suddenly I'm not looking forward to tomorrow's breakfast anymore. If a scotlet's the full Dude, thing. it's the star of the show. And your jammed onions are a little bit of a, of a side piece. Okay, okay, okay. Bam! <laughs> I see. Okay. okay. I guess, I guess we'll, uh, we'll, we'll post a picture tomorrow on our Instagram, our third ever post <laughs> of the, of the scotlet. See, uh, I think, Scott, I think we're going to take this to the racetrack. To the racetrack. Yeah, we're taking them to the racetrack. In terms of jammed onions versus scotlets. Yeah. Of course. Wait, winner of the next drink. I'm just going to eat the onions, by the way. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm just going to eat your onions. No, we're, we're going to play a run of, we're going to play a run of Mario Kart. Right. No. Are you forfeit? I'm not forfeit. You forfeit the scotlet? You, you leave the scotlet to be consumed by my jammed onions? No, you're just not going to get a scotlet. And the, the way you're disrespecting the food and the love. Uh -huh. uh, it's not very hey, uh, suave. Hey, uh, who who bought the ingredients you'll be cooking with? Who paid for them? <laughs> no one so far. <laughs> no one. Well, I, I have. Toby's a thief. Oh, Police. I, I've been had. <laughs> you'll never catch me alive, officer. I hope people at home are laughing with us and not. Um, yeah, I hope we're not making you cringe because we're genuinely having a good time. Yeah, hopefully you are too. We're thinking of you. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> Um, yeah, 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 cool, 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 ja, dude, ja, um, 
I'd like to talk about something that's uh, a visual description. Please, please, don't, please don't talk about your stupid coasters. They're amazing. They're a birthday present for my girlfriend. And uh, essentially, they're dope coasters. And they're actually like mini vinyls, mini records. And they have stickers on them as well with um, like proper, uh, like the, the, the record label, the song name, the band. So this one is Too Hot to Handle. Another one song is Rest on Me. Toby, do you want to read a couple of those? I have Protect the Surface by The Nostalgics and Cover and Protect by The Nostalgics. Cover and Protect. I don't know. There's some funny ones in here. They're... Also, this one is, I think, four, uh, it's record number 421. No, it's four minutes, 21 seconds long. Oh, it's four minutes, 21 seconds long, which is a real shame. So it could have been four minutes, 20 seconds. Yeah, they really didn't go far enough with that. Yeah, that, that is quite disappointing. They probably were like, "Oh, well, we'll get the association out of people." You know, people will think, "Oh, hey, that's cool," but they'll it, it'll just not it's not the quite. real thing. No, you know? no, no. It's like the cheap Nutella you get at the Lidl. It, it's nice, and you know, it's chunky, exactly. and you know, you'll eat it. It's just not the same. Ferrero, if you want to sponsor us, <laughs> I'll talk about your oh, Nutella. Speaking of, I'll get the Ferrero washes I have downstairs right now, or Gochers, or whatever. Oh. <laughs> I don't know people want to pronounce it. Hey, babe, do you want a Ferrero Rocker? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Batman. Would you like a Ferrero Rocker? If people were listening to this to fall asleep, which I wouldn't advise, that would have definitely woken them up. I think so. Rocker. Rocker. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think on that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play another round of Mario Kart? Yes, we can play another round of Mario Kart. We will be right back to then. Uh, Wait, so we're, we're don't drinking and driving, right? Yeah. Toby, I found you. You've won the, uh, I, I the Mario won. Kart Championship, uh, the Sotoxapod Mario have, Kart Championship. I, I have won that. I will try to uh, regain my vengeance. So uh, good to see all the fans out here. Yeah, we should Twitch stream these in the future. <laughs> It'd be pretty fun. Twitch stream, don't drink and drive tournaments, actually. Once it's back on, uh, once we're back on track with uh, being able to have guests and these sort of things. Abs oh man, that'd be, be pretty amazing. sick to actually uh, like live amazing. Twitch live stream a house party um, and uh, live stream the <laughs> Don't Drink and Drive. Absolutely. Speaking of, of guests, actually, I uh, wanted to give a little update. We are um, uh, really happy to announce that we're going to be welcoming uh, a good friend of mine from my uni days. Um, his name is Pedro, his artist name is Ordep, uh, and he has taken quite the journey into. Uh, exploring the uh, DJing world in terms of techno. And he's experienced the, the music cultures in three different, like completely different places. Netherlands is like one, and then Portugal, uh, London, as well as Japan. Uh, yeah. So he's really uh, very well versed in terms of seeing it all over the world. So I'm really excited to be able to have him on soon. As we never plan, we don't know when he's going to be on. We're uh, yeah. in the next few weeks. Um, so that'll be that'll be really good fun. On the other hand, we are currently talking to some other um, uh, different music artists that that um, might be potentially interested to come on. Uh, so definitely keep on uh, keep on watching for uh, some new episodes, and uh, I'm sure we'll have some exciting guests on the line. Yeah, it'll be fun.
Awesome. So on that bombshell, thanks a lot for joining us, guys. Yeah, cheers, guys. We are uh, now severely intoxicated. Oh, no, nah, we're, we're good. That's what severely intoxicated people say. I quote Peter Griffin. Hey, guys, who feels like they're way too drunk to drive but could drive if they were allowed to drive? And then Cleveland goes, shot. Uh, I, I feel like that. And then Peter goes, shotgun, and throws in the keys. <laughs> don't, don't drink and drive, kids. Don't consume large amounts of alcohol. I think we've just found the uh, title for our episode. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, have a good night, the good rest of your weekend if you're listening to this right now, or a uh, good week, and we'll uh, you'll hear from us next weekend. Bye.